0: Hey, Joey.
1: Hello, Mike.
0: (laughs) Is that Mickey Mouse or Joe?
1: Mm, You know what? Because today is my friend Jonathan's 30th birthday, it's Jonathan.
0: Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm 30, and I'm bored. And I don't listen to the show, so I'll (laughs) never hear it. (laughs) I don't listen to the show because I only listen to
1: music when I walk
0: uh real quick everybody my name's mike that's joe i live in the san francisco bay area joe lives in la we've been friends for over a decade and and each week we just call one another and catch up
1: so how are you mike i feel like i feel i have a feeling in my bones that you had a good week that you had you have good stories
0: i don't have good stories though but i did have a pretty i I had like an eventful week where i went out and did quite a bit uh all all week, so that was good, but um, actually, there was a weird story. My roommate Mario had a birthday Friday.
1: I know, I saw the picture. I got to see what Rod Kyle looks like, finally.
0: Yeah, so we Instagrammed that picture. Speaking of Instagram, though, so well, let me backtrack. So we all went out to dinner and had drinks and then we ended up going to the White Horse. Uh, The plan actually was that we weren't going to go to the White Horse, but then... Mario has this crush on this guy who is not into him. Ew, so sad. So that guy was going to be at the White Horse, so we all got forced to go there. But So we're sitting at the White Horse drinking and stuff, and these two guys playing pool, they were like, is this yours? And they point on the floor of the White Horse. There were two bags of weed, like two Ziplocs of weed. Mm Mm-hmm and they're like is this yours and then we're kind of like no it's not and then he was like well i don't want it so we took it uh-huh and then so that was that and then we're drinking a little bit more and it's in my roommate's pocket and then slowly everybody's kind of like going home and when i get home they were or everybody's already home pretty much and my house is full of weed smoke <laughs> uh-huh and so that's pretty much the story. But then,
1: oh, that was people smoked the weed that they found
0: on the floor of the bar. Isn't but, that kind of gross? But it but was wait. in a bag, right? Yeah, they didn't like sweep it up in a dustpan and then smoke it. Did they? Right, 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 right. True, true, true. But here's the thing. So, um, as the night progresses, somehow a deck of cards made its way out, and we were like drinking and getting crazier. And I took a picture with my phone and of oh, the deck it of cards. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. Did you see the bong in the background? <laughs> yeah, I did see the bong in the background. Oh, God. Why did I post that? And the way that what? I...
1: But you know what? To be honest with you, someone wrote, oh, nice bong or something.
0: That was my nephew. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a
1: problem. Because here's, here's the thing. I was like, I didn't even notice it in the background until he, he wrote that. And you'd
0: have to, like, look and search because it's just, it's just the bottom of a bong. Do you know right. what I'm saying? And it's also, like... Um, we have like marble countertops, and the bong was kind of like blended similar. in. Similar, yeah, it looked very similar. Yeah, I had to look for like, where is this bong? But you know that's the you know what that's the way weed smokers
1: are because they will like see weed and like notice weed and notice bongs and weed paraphernalia and everything. Like they just they like they can't just like smoke weed and be cool with it. They have to be like obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. So are you calling my nephew obsessed with bongs on hey, weed smoking? Girl,
1: <laughs> for your, it, it was like Where's Waldo was
0: easier <laughs> to spot than that bong in that picture. I know, but I felt so stupid that I posted it. So I actually deleted it because, I don't know, I felt weird having it there.
1: You know what's funny is I'm such a fucking nerd magician that I'm all ooh, deck of cards. Right, and I'm like, I wonder what tricks they were doing, and then, and then that's what I'm obsessed with. And then your nephew's like,
0: nice bong, <laughs> and then my gay friends are like, awesome countertops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up deleting it. But I do do a very good magic trick, by the way. I you did do? it. I did it that night. Yeah, you've never seen it. I don't think. We'll I'll have to see it when I go to the Bay Area, which is never. I cool. was supposed to go this week, actually. And? Shane,
1: thank you. Shane's like, let's go to the Bay Area. And then he even called me and he was like giving me his schedule. Like, oh, I need to be here these days and these days. I'm like, great. I go, uh, give me a call when you're ready to go. And then I saw a picture on Instagram of him leaving with his dad to go to the Bay Area. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm not invited anymore.
0: (laughs) What did you end up doing this week instead? (sighs) Nothing. Not a single thing. Well, look. I, I All have, right, then. Um, oh, nice I, catching up with you, Joe.
1: Well, we can go on the new look. Let me tell you something. I wasn't going to bring this up, but um, a few days ago I was talking to Adam Vaught and Adam Vaught was had just listened to the most recent episode, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, you know, I this is I like the news stories this week. They're really good." He goes, "Why don't you guys do more news stories, or why don't you talk about this and this and this?" And I was like, "Oh, because I'm not allowed to." And you're like, "Why did? how did Mike become, like, the dictator of the show? I'm like, I don't know. He just is. In fact, Mike, I'm, I'm, I I'm going to tell
0: you this oh, on the Dictator of the show, nothing. We both have opinions. Let's talk about poop for a little bit, then. Ew, how no, about- no, 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 no. Thank no, you. No. How are you the dictator of the show all of a sudden? I mean, you could
1: talk about it, but I'm not going to throw a tantrum. But I'm going to tell you something. I... Had a panic. This isn't even my story. I had a panic attack, like a severe, not severe, but a serious panic attack while driving today because I was meeting with somebody. And my assumption has been that Pride 48 weekend is on Labor Day weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, something's something Labor Day. I'm like, oh, that's like the seventh. And like, no, it's like the first, you know, the, the weekend of the, you know, set the second is Labor Day. And yeah. I was like, oh, no, I can't go to Pride Forty Eight because Why? my brother's birthday is on the first, right? Uh huh. So, in, in, in look, you just in my family, you, I mean, you cannot miss birthdays.
0: Wait, I don't understand.
1: Okay, so hold they- on for a second. But I didn't. I wasn't next to a Pride Forty Eight calendar, so the Pride Forty Eight is actually on the sixth, like, seventh, or something like that, right? The fifth, sixth, and seventh. Right. And so the whole time I was thinking that Pride 48 was Labor Day weekend, that it was that weekend. And I was like, oh, no, I I can't go to Vegas. I mean, I, I, oh, because my brother's birthday. I could have gone if it was – we were our show was on another time. But I know when our show is, right? And it was going to be on the 1st. And I was like, oh, no, I, I don't know what to do. Mike's going to like – I was literally going to like thinking about ditching everything and moving to Mexico and never coming back. And I was having like a panic attack, like how was I going to tell you – that I had to do this because I'm so afraid of your Mike Lawson rage.
0: Ugh. I'm like the least person. I'm the person with the least <gasps> amount of rage.
1: Oh, girl, that is the character you portray on the show.
0: I'm so and mellow, all I Joe. Have to say, oh.
1: oh God. <laughs> okay, we'll wink. We'll go with that. Okay, so here's. The I'm story. the most
0: mellow person in Not the right. world. Well,
1: maybe just smoke some of that weed that was on the floor. I'm okay, so um, last Sunday. My cousin was like, oh, we should uh, want to meet for a drink at this bar in Echo Park. It's right by my school, so I'll get a chance to see how far it is to drive from my new place to the school. And it's a cool wine bar. I go, sure, we'll meet there. So we go there. First of all, look, here's the thing. If you're going to invite someone to a place that's hard to find, at least alert them that it's hard to find and give them tips on how to find it. No, he's just like, oh, it's on Sunset. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I could not find this goddamn bar for, like, 20 minutes. I couldn't find it. And finally, I, he's like, oh, it's like, it's like, I, it's hard to explain on this, but it was very difficult to find. Like, it had no sign in front or anything or address. It was like it was like a a door, you know, almost like a speakeasy. Were you late? No, actually, I wasn't actually that late because I happened to be really early. So I actually landed up being only like two minutes late or something like that. But um, the parking was a nightmare too. But luckily, I manifested a parking spot almost right in front of the wine bar. So that was good. Anyway, um, so it was a cool place. Um, but it was one of those places that was super hipster. Like... Uh, this is our wine bar and we have this kind of wine and it's so great. And, you know, notice the chocolate notes and the rubber tire notes. And you're like, (laughs) um, this is dumb. And then they had like, you know, like they give you a little cup of olives and they charge you $7, like a tapas bar. Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever. So we had that end of night, whatever. Well, then a few days later, I get an alert from my app that watches my money Mm -hmm. that I had some weird charge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they charged me twice?
0: What?
1: Yes. They charged me twice. So, actually, I found that out kind of late. So, let me see if you know. Do, do I call the bank or do I call them? I don't
0: know, actually. I would maybe call your bank. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah let me know what you end up having Because to
1: then, do. And how do I prove to them that they charged me twice by accident?
0: Well, I think it's pretty obvious if it's identical charges. If it's like, well, no, no, they're not identical charges.
1: What? Yeah, it's here's what I I figured out what they did. They charged one for the original price, and then they charged the tip. So they charged, um, fourteen dollars, and then they charged seventeen dollars.
0: Wait, you you tipped mm, the same? Wait. You tipped $17? No, I
1: tipped $3. So they tipped uh, oh. $14, and then they they, they tipped they, – and then they charged it again for
0: $17. I got you. So they did the whole thing twice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah, I would maybe call the restaurant actually then.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So that – this is how boring my week was. That's one of my stories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to the theater yesterday. Oh, um, no. Oh, Wait! Was it that show? Which one? The Prince show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait. Here's the horrible story, though. Oh. I th- saw online. I thought it started at 2 o'clock. And I ended up waking up kind of late and because of the weed we found on the floor. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so I woke up late. Wait, hold on. I, I don't know if you're embarrassed to say this. Did you smoke any of the weed? Of course, yeah. <gasps> Shut up. And then, so... I woke up late, and I ended up, like, rushing to the city to get there by 2. And then I walk in, and the theater's, like, empty. And she was like, oh, hi. Um, 2 o'clock – or no, 2.30, there's a a, a talk that's going to happen, but the play doesn't start till 4. Right? So I'm pissed. So pissed at myself. Mm -hmm. So Rod Kyle's with me. We ended up going to – I mean, we, I walked like 10 miles yesterday, total, like a really long, that's a long walk. 10 miles so we, is a lot of walking. So we walked um, basically to the Civic Center and we had Vietnamese coffee and sat and talked and it was very relaxing and quiet. And then we walked back. Joe, why were we late to the play? No. <laughs> yes. It was 410 when we got there. How? So we were two, uh, two and, hours which early. Which I know,
1: here's the deal. Most people who are listening will be like, oh, that's that's funny and weird and stuff like that. But you know, Joe, whatever. I thought about you, not going in. I know. I know you. I know. Well, you must have been horrified.
0: My stomach was hurting. Yes. Kyle was like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm like, how do I not tell him I don't want to even go in?
1: This is serious. I have a serious question because it relates to issues you and I have had about my panic attack because why you get into this rage. What – what – what happened to you as a child that this <laughs> is a thing? What, what are your childhood I don't know. injuries?
0: That- I don't think it has anything to do with ch- – I don't really know where it comes from. But it's it's a, like a anxiety about being judged. It's walking into the theater and the person that is in the lobby knows I'm late, going into the theater, all of that. But luckily there was like a back uh, door to the theater we had to, like, walk upstairs in a hallway, and then we ended up si- – we got great seats. And when we got in, the play hadn't started. The What? The dramaturg was talking, so it was like everyone was in the theater, but she was, like, talking about the theater, raising money, and blah, 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 blah. So you didn't even miss any of the play? No, I didn't miss any of it at all. And it was actually really good. It was really, really good. It was just a reading of his newest play, but it was, like – basically, it's about these – um brothers that decide they want to start a ghost hunting business mm-hmm. but they specialize in hunting uh, Asian American ghosts or Asian looking ghosts
1: I would love love it if I had an Asian ghost why oh my god they would just say the cutest things and be taking pictures all the time and have be ghosts that took pictures and they'd be like and they'd be so polite they'd be the most politest ghost they'd be like uh, oh, so sorry uh, to interrupt you, um, Boo. You know what is so funny? That reminds me of, I saw on Reddit, um, my friend Adam lived in Japan for two years. And so he loves Japanese culture and sort of you know, the silliness of Japanese culture. And on Reddit, they have a story about um, uh, uh, about urban legends. There's an urban legends thread about this Japanese ghost, the urban legend being that, I guess she was... Um, in the in the legend, she had been like mutilated by her husband. She goes up to Japanese children and asks them, um, "Do you think I'm pretty?" And if they say no, then uh, she um, kills them. But if they say yes, then she mutilates them, just like she was mutilated. Because obviously, they think she's pretty, right? But they were saying they were talking about different remedies, how to avoid the ghost, and one of them was being that um, one of them being that if you just told the ghost you were late for an appointment, she would apologize and uh, ex- and apo- <laughs> excuse you, and you could walk away. And I was like, I love the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Only then they had the politest ghost ever.
0: What are you doing? Or uh, what's going on in LA this week?
1: Oh, I had another story.
0: Oh, I thought you had no stories because your week was so boring.
1: I know, but then I, I mean, look, they might be, this might be an outtake, right? Because they are so boring. But, um, so, but this is a story that I, it, it's actually not that interesting of a story, but I think, and I think you and I talked about it a little bit, but it, it's a topic that I'm talking about with you. So, uh, last week, as, as you may or may not remember, I house sat for my friends, Michael and Julia, okay? And when I was there, it was only for a weekend. I spent more money than I had wanted to on, like, entertainment. You know, just, like, going out and going to the movies and doing all that nonsense. So it was a a couple hundred bucks more than I wanted to spend. And I was kind of like, oh, you know what? The universe will provide me with the couple hundred bucks. Whatevs, right? I had a good time. Well, then, on Sunday, my friend Alex, who... uh, is a lawyer, but now an actor.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I love that. He, he literally went to Harvard Law School. Has like the, you know, everyone would kill for that, but he decided to be an actor. So um he's an actor now. And he sent me a short film that he uh, he and a friend wrote. Okay. A script. A script. A short film script. Thank you. He wanted me to look it over, give my thoughts. Well, I read it. I actually read it right when he sent it. Oh my God, Mike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: it was not, it was definitely written by people who aren't writers and who are actors. Cause essentially what they wrote was a play, you know, and that's not the same as a movie. Uh, it was, it was 15 pages of people just talking.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was like, Oh God. So I actually was like avoiding him for like a few days, but then finally he cornered me on Wednesday. So I ha- I can do nothing but be honest. I told them about my thoughts on this movie and i didn't think it was i didn't think it wasn't very good i just needed a lot of work well then he goes oh okay why you know okay i see your point um well it's something that uh, if we paid you like a couple hundred bucks could you fix it for us i was like no (laughs) hung up the phone right Mm -hmm. but then in the middle of the night i was like no that was the the universe telling giving me that couple hundred bucks for you know like a really easy gig so um i contacted alex i met with him and his friend we've come up with something that'll sort of fix the screenplay so it's like workable but that's not the brief the point of the story is mike don't you think it's weird that the universe sent me the 200 bucks that way
0: no do i think it's like i don't know the universe coming together to deliver this no that's silly why (laughs) it would be weird if it was like i spent two hundred and twenty one dollars and forty seven cents and i got two hundred and twenty one dollars and forty seven cents but you didn't you spent roughly 200 bucks and they're they're giving you 200 bucks there's nothing coincidence it's not even a coincidence you spent money and you're getting money
1: so anyway uh, I think
0: no I mean look
1: to those who believe no explanation is necessary to those who do not believe no explanation will suffice
0: That's what people who believe in shit like stupid things say all the time
1: Well I prefer to think about I prefer to think of positive energy and the universe you know you you you, you make your own reality and the universe is there to help you when uh you want things to happen for you. And I believe in the law of attraction. Well, and-
0: I actually had something similar. So I was hungry and I was on the street and walking and all of a sudden there was a restaurant right on my left-hand side. Mm-hmm. That's the universe coming together. Mm-hmm. A restaurant, Joey. And I was hungry. Okay, Mike. At the same time. <laughs> okay, Mike. <laughs> I, once again, like I said before,
1: I believe we have far more audience members who maybe they don't agree with me completely, but are aligned more with my thinking than they do with yours. So I don't even need to make an argument. True. Do um, you have any other personal stories? Any other stories, things going on in your life?
0: No, but I do have this. This story keeps coming up in the news Um, in San Francisco up here. There is an iPhone app called Leftover Swap. What? Yeah, basically it's an iPhone app that lets people take a picture of food that they have, and then they can sell it to their neighbors. Okay. And um, it's still in beta right now, and probably won't launch until the fall. But it's all in the the like the Alternative Weekly is reporting on this like every week, and I don't know why everybody's so obsessed with it, but it's uh, generated this public outcry from people that think that it's a new way to like i don't know share food and um so people are, are, people are, are kind people are angry of, about that well it turns out that the health department decided to to weigh in and they're saying that it's illegal to do so without a permit and that it's also very dangerous because of you know foodborne illnesses that can happen so um it's kind of disgusting, and I can't think of anybody in my social circles that would go to an iPhone app and buy like leftover pizza from somebody.
1: Okay. Oh, would, oh, oh! So oh, oh,
0: they're selling it. Yeah, you sell oh. your leftover okay. food. Okay.
1: I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing here. All right. At first, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. I okay. <laughs> Look, I, I, I got. Oh. Okay. okay look i originally thought it was an app where you said like oh i made too much lasagna anyone want it
0: and that way you
1: weren't wasting food does that make sense and i was like oh i'm all for that i'm against food waste i read that i'm not even joking and you may not know this just as you are with being late to events Mm -hmm. i am with like food waste in general but particularly food waste sure okay
0: so still that even just giving it away would be a problem though because leftover food um is a huge source of foodborne illness and it there's no way for like the health department to track the source if people are just yeah but here's the thing here's the thing
1: here's the thing coming from someone who cooks a lot the health department goes, yes, there is that chance. But there's that chance of you just make it at home. I mean there's there's a, there's a just right. as much of a chance of uh, cross-contamination when you're making chicken. Which I, is I, why
0: I, selling it is a bad idea because then one mom could make tons of lasagna for cheap and then try to make a business out of selling it on this app. The,
1: this, well, that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to get around a law because right now in California, it's legal – this is a new law that just passed, I think this year, it's a 2013 law, where now they've made it legal to um, where you can actually have a home business where you bake things. But it's, it's particularly things that have a very, 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 very small chance of foodborne illness, so like cookies and breads, um, you know, stuff that is not going to really – you're not going to get sick from it, right? Sure. And that lasts a long time.
0: But in, in San Francisco, it's actually illegal to sell food to the public without a permit. So you need to have a permit. Well, you probably have to have that permit. like that. Um, from, but in my- San Francisco,
1: you do. Okay. I, I can't speak for San Francisco. I don't live there. But I know in California, it's now legal to sell bread and cookies from your house.
0: Sure. Okay. So, but back to this news article, because that's kind of what we do is the news article stuff. It's, it's we're talking about San Francisco. Right.
1: Is this, is this the mellow Mike Lawson? The, I just go with the flow Mike Lawson that we're always talking about.
0: I I think, I think asking you to get back to the article is pretty mellow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just like San Francisco flower. Are you going to San Francisco? Make sure you're not late for a play or Mike will kick your ass. Okay. So. So back to the article, I guess, particularly in San Francisco and this leftover food app. Uh, well, then if they're selling it, that's wrong because I think what they're trying to do is there's tr- probably some sort of loophole in the business with leftovers or something. Like that. that way they're not saying, oh, well, I'm not running a commercial uh, endeavor. I'm just selling leftover food. I think they're trying to do that. Yeah. But it, yeah.
0: And the the app comes with, like, guidelines on um, how to sell and how to eat Leftover food, and like they, the credo on the site is don't give or sell anything that you wouldn't eat yourself. I see. I don't know.
1: Yeah, if it's it, something like that, it's kind of wrong. Uh, I wouldn't be totally opposed. To people saying like, hey, and, if, and you said it's just your neighbors, right? It's just in a close proximity to you. Sure. Yeah. uh I would be like, hey guys, I have I made too much lasagna. Anyone want it?
0: That's just so gross to me, though. Would mm-hmm. you would you buy food from a stranger's house? No. That's gross a little bit. Yeah, right?
1: but but okay, that's gross. Okay, this is the problem with people on both sides, the left and the right. Like, okay, that's gross to you, but here's the thing. Then don't do it. Okay? But don't be like it's gross to me so now I'm making a law and it's against the law. I
0: don't you know? re- I don't remember saying that I you're you're in a weird mood today. I'm not in a weird mood. All I'm saying is, yeah, I wouldn't do it because
1: I unless I I would only eat food if like somebody that I knew personally made the food and they served it.
0: I just me. don't understand why you're jumping on me when all I ask is Joey, is this gross? Would you do it? Like we're having a show, and usually what we do is we talk about our opinions back and forth.
1: No way! I, like you I, don't have I, to I get, jump
0: on me over I'm that. Just... Ugh. what's going on in L.A.? Can we hurry this up? <laughs> I'm so over this. <laughs> okay
1: speaking of did you hear about this girl which actually this is kind of a oh. Dual- uh,
0: why do you have to call everyone a girl <laughs> because she's a female
1: uh, she's a 15 year old girl she's a minor um she's from san francisco and from this is both a san francisco and la story but it's a, a los angeles girl who was like a runaway and these two guys like, I guess they don't know the circumstances. They kidnapped her or they picked her up or somehow came in contact with her. And they've been, I don't know for how long. Um, They've somehow found her. They're very, this, this news story is very sketchy on the details on how they found her or anything like that. But they got reports that she was in this house locked up in a metal box. What? Yeah. It's this two guys, Ryan Balletto and Patrick uh, Paramain, who, let me tell you this. Oh, well, let me finish the story first. They kidnapped this 15-year-old uh, L.A. runaway, and she was been missing. And again, somehow, like, the, the police knew. I don't understand. And so the, these two guys had the girl call the police and say, oh, no, no, I'm fine. Right? And... um. So, but then the police knew where she was. So they went to the hotel room and found her with one of the guys, and they found like uh, a bag of weed. They found condoms. They found uh, a um, a pregnancy test, and they found a notepad with her script for her to tell the police. <laughs> and then here's another weird thing too. Like, like the box had holes in it, so they could just like spray water in it and wash out the human feces. yeah I know. And she was kept in this little metal box, and um. And then I guess she wrote a poem in the box about being in the box. which I think that's the most tragic part of all. She wrote a poem. Ugh, I hate poetry. But um, but yeah, they've saved this girl. And um, but I guess it's in, you know where Menifee is? Uh, no. I guess it's like Northern California, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's from L.A. But yeah, she lives in this metal box. But what, the thing I was going to say was, and I know this is my own personal judgments here. You know, but um, the two guys aren't bad looking guys. So I guess that goes against my, you don't judge a book by its cover. You know, I guess you imagine the people who do this would be like disgusting, gross people.
0: Well, they are disgusting, gross people. No, no, no. Yeah, but I meant physically. I wouldn't call them attractive.
1: I'm going to call them attractive, but they don't look like what you expect them to look like. They're just two potheads. In fact, how come neighbors in these neighborhoods are always shocked? They were like, oh, they were just two mellow potheads. Yeah, I don't know. And they had a deck of cards in the foreground of their bongs. And they put it on how, Instagram.
0: How gross, though, living in the box, like.
1: Well, she didn't actually. Stinks. She didn't actually live in the box. I guess they would punish her and put her in there. And they only did it like. I think she spent a combined three days there. I mean, that's yeah. still horrible, but. Yeah. But she didn't live it. I guess I don't know why they put her in there. They're very very sketchy details right now. They don't know that much. Well, I hope them.
0: they are um um punished to the full extent of the law. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Barnaby Jack the professional hacker? Is that a real person? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's his real name, but it's what he it went by. Like a
1: guy who would have a like, engage in like bare knuckle fight contest in like the early 20th century.
0: <laughs> in this corner,
1: it's Barnaby Jack. <laughs> He's going to fight a kangaroo.
0: He's a San Francisco computer security professional. He used to work for McAfee for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he is probably best known, I think, in like 2010 maybe, a couple years ago. He um, hacked an ATM and got it to spit out cash. And then he also is known for um, he did this thing where he hacked uh, an insulin pump. So with – Wait. Why
1: would would you do that? What would you get out of that?
0: Well, he. he, What did he get out of it, or why would? Why would one want to do that? To kill someone. (gasps) Oh. And then, um, he did it to prove that there were security flaws, and then he was actually set to. I think in like next week he. So he died. That was a story. What? Yeah, he died, and we don't know how yet. He was only thirty-six years old. Um, and next week he was supposed to do a talk about um. Uh, the story I have in front of me doesn't have the name of the talk. For Oh, Implantable Medical Devices Hacking Humans. Um, so he was supposed to talk on Thursday at this conference in Las Vegas about how to hack uh, pacemakers. And he was going to do a display to show how he could do it. Um, but for some reason, he died. And there there's no uh, explanation for the death in the news yet. So that's kind of weird, right?
1: That's really, really weird. You could I know the conspiracy theorists are really fucking just having a field day with this, right. which this sort of reminds me of a story I was actually going to do today, but it's kind of an old story, but there's something, a new development. But it's similar to this. This guy, Michael Hastings, he was a reporter, and he was the one that um, reported that, you know, Petraeus, not Petraeus, hmm, McChrystal. Remember when Stanley McChrystal talked shit on uh, President Obama? Yep. Okay, he was a reporter, right? right? And he was now he was working in L.A. on I think at BuzzFeed or whatever, and he was kind of an investigative reporter. And then his car just mysteriously crashed uh, on Highland Avenue in Hollywood, and so all the conspiracy theorists were going crazy, like, "Oh, you know, the, the government killed him, and they hacked his car to like crash into this tree." And I'm wondering if they're going to think the same thing about this.
0: I think it's certainly weird that the. It's not like Barnaby Jack died of, I don't know, a heart attack or something. Like, it's just all of the uh, the reporting on it is just that he died and we don't know how. Oh, That's so weird. but no,
1: but I'm telling you the conspiracy theorists are jumping in on the bandwagon here.
0: Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure. But of I it.
1: kind of feel when you're Barnaby Jack, you know, and to some extent the same thing with Michael Hastings is if you're going to play that fucking game, man, you better be prepared to play for real. And that's the kind of shit that happens to you. You know?
0: Yeah. I no, it could know. be just
1: natural causes. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. So if they go, oh, he died of a heart attack. I'm like, oh, he died of a heart attack.
0: But maybe somebody in, like, the um, the insulin pump industry manifested his death. Would that be murder? If they, like, thought about it really hard and, <laughs> and then he died? Um
1: no because you can't manif the universe won't manifest to do harm to somebody else. One, two, um, uh, I-, I I think if they they could do a conspiracy, you know, but then I don't know how they would do it. That's part of the whole conspiracy theory.
0: Um, anything else in L.A.?
1: Yes, so there was this chick, right? Her name was Darlene Flynn. Okay. And she had the world record for the largest shoe collection. Okay. okay. Largest shoe collection. And, uh, she was on TV and stuff like that. I've watched the little clips of her on TV. Yeah. And, um, she was bludgeoned to death with a baseball bat by her husband, um, Justin Smith. Now she was 58. He was 29. And it, look. It's just a bunch of crazy people and they killed each other. The reason I brought this up was I wanted to talk about this because I've seen her. I, I, when I saw the story, I saw pictures of her and I went and watched clips of her on TV because she was on all the like, like TLC shows. Like, I have too many things, you know. Mm-hmm. And she has the world's largest shoe collection and she's kind of a bigger girl. Okay. She's, she's a chubby girl. Okay. And I've noticed this with, like, bigger girls. They fucking... Not all bigger girls, but it seems to be that a lot of people who love, like, are obsessed with shoes are bigger girls. And I'm going to tell you why. This is my theory. I have a theory why. I think it's because, you know, they want to look pretty. They want to be pretty. And and I'm not saying that bigger girls aren't pretty. They're very big. They're beautiful big girls. But I'm saying, you know, in terms of the modern American perception you know, it's it's hip to be thinner, you know, and so they want to feel pretty in those eyes, and the one way they can still do it because they could do it with shoes. And I'm using I'm using only empirical evidence for this, but based on my Facebook friends who are bigger girls, okay, not all my Facebook friends are bigger girls, but the bigger girl friends that I have on Facebook, bitch, they are constantly posting a photo, but it's never their full body. It's just their foot and like some. Fierce shoe that they bought, right? Because they can still make their foot in a photo look good in some sort of monoloblonics, you know. So um, I want to know your thoughts on my theory, Uh, Mike Lawson. I'm interested in hearing it. Uh, I'm gonna manifest an opinion. Go. I don't
0: buy. So you, I don't buy the original. um, I haven't seen the evidence that only big girls have. No, 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 no,
1: no. I don't think. I don't think only big girls have big shoe collections. I'm just saying a disproportionate number of um, bigger girls love are obsessed with shoes.
0: Well, I haven't even seen that. I haven't seen evidence to prove that. So I I don't agree with that opinion.
1: Uh, I'm just telling you. And if if people want to let me know, I've just noticed that uh, I've shared this opinion with uh, before with friends, and once I alert them to it, they'd start telling me how they do notice that their uh, bigger girlfriends do post a lot of pictures of themselves wearing shoes.
0: Hmm. I'll keep an eye out then. Thank you. So I want to say something else. Oh, oh. wait, do you, have, do you have another new story? No, that was it.
1: Um. So, you know, today's a very manifestation episode, right? And so one of the things I want to clarify is, um, uh, there's a difference between manifestation, which is what we've been talking about, but also, uh, the work of Marianne Williamson and, the, and her uh, studies from the Course in Miracles. And the studies from the Course in Miracles aren't about manifestation. Um, I've only heard Marianne talk about manifestation once and just sort of in passing. What the Course in Miracles is about is it's about, uh, healing yourself. And your anxieties, but also healing your relationships with others, right? That's really what that, that's what the Course in Miracles is about. Okay. It's not about, you know, magic with the universe or anything like that. Like, I think if you dealt with Marianne Williams and Mike, you would see it's not, it's none of that stuff. Okay. So, um, if I'm going to do some Course in Miracles realness, I want to heal the wound that's clearly, uh, apparent. You're, you're, you're kind of upset right now
0: i'm not i just this manifestation stuff is boring to me
1: well so we're not I'm talking about but we're not talking about manifestation right now okay i'm talking about how i feel that i said something that hurt you earlier and i want to talk about it and if i if i did i want to apologize for
0: it what did you say that hurt me i don't know you seem kind of ups- you seem kind of edgy no i'm just bored by all this s- spiritual mumbo jumbo no but you said earlier that you felt i was attacking you When? Oh, because I was just telling you a news story, and I said, what's your opinion, Joe? And you were like, look, just because my opinion's not the same as yours. I was like, I just wanted to know what your opinion was.
1: Well, I'm sorry if it came up that way. I was just getting animated in the story.
0: Hmm. So what do you got going on next week? Wait, so you're still upset. What do you want me to do? I want to talk about this. Okay, talk about it then. Well, I was just... I
1: don't... I think maybe I misunderstood you or maybe I misheard you. Or you know what I tend to do? I tend to speak before I let you finish. And so then I formed an opinion based on half of a sentence. Would you agree that's what I did?
0: No. What you did was I asked you what your opinion was on the story. And you were like, this is a this is a dumb story. Like, why do we even have to talk about this? And well, I, I never my, said it was a dumb story. It was a good story. I liked it. You, you're You were like – Upset no, it, that it there were with, opinions, there were opinions formed on either either side of that. No, here's and my all I was trying to do was bring up a story and talk about it because that's no. what we do on the show.
1: My opinion on that story was I well, initially I thought they were just giving it away, but then my opinion of the story was that if they're selling it, they're clearly just trying to sidestep a, a, a law and that that's wrong, and that they can't just you know they can't run a a restaurant business out of their house, and then. And then I said, "But I would eat food those people." No, I wouldn't say that. I was saying that if I was okay with an app that just people gave away their leftovers, and I interpreted what you were saying as saying that because you found it gross, that there's that they shouldn't be able to do it. And so I was saying, "Well, just because you find it gross, doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to do it." I find it gross too. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use an app to go eat someone else's leftovers.
0: So what's going on in LA next week?
1: Well, I want I was trying to heal the wound. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Okay. Um I actually have nothing going on next week. <laughs> oh, 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 no. I mean, I do. I mean, I have things going on, but it's like work stuff, you know? Like but I don't have anything planned per se in terms of like an event that's worthy of talking about. But we'll see. The week is young. Yeah,
0: I kind of don't either. I'm going to the theater twice. That's um that's in the cards, but other than that, I don't know. At one of the theater trips, I don't know what I'm seeing. Rod Kyle bought tickets to something. So is Rod then... Kyle
1: super into theater too?
0: No, not super into theater. He's
1: oh, just... oh, what a cute boyfriend! A kid. He's. What is is there anything he likes to do that you don't like to do?
0: Um, he really likes sports, like basketball and baseball. Oh, really? Yeah. So, well, I like live sports. So. So do I. Because I like to drink beer and eat.
1: I don't know why, but like going to baseball games live, it's horribly boring to watch on TV. But baseball games live are pretty good. You can talk and, you know, like I barely even notice what's going on in the field.
0: And clap your hands to the songs and stuff.
1: And watch people do the kiss cam, you know. Yeah. Uh, Do they ever do, in San Francisco, have you been to a San Francisco baseball game? No, not yet. Oh. I was going to say, I wonder if they do two guys in the kiss cams at all. I don't know interesting i'll let you know
0: though uh so wait so you're
1: gonna go to a play. the other question i had for you is did you get a chance to talk to prince afterwards
0: yeah we talked a little bit not very well i talked to him at intermission
1: because he had Um, hinted that he'd listened to the show before right correct did he mention it again
0: he didn't hint he said he did
1: and did he um did he bring up the show again
0: no we talked really brief and we talked at intermission for this reading that he's doing so he was, like, nervous and on edge for obvious the, reasons.
1: Now, because he was the author, or the playwright, where a lot of people trying to get, uh, you know, some time with him?
0: Well, he's kind of, I think, like, a little bit neurotic because he was, like, I went outside because it was hot in the theater, and he was, like, outside, all alone, pa- pacing, drinking a Diet Coke. Oh, So he was, like, not, not comfortable.
1: Interesting, interesting. Interesting.
0: Um, okay,
1: well, Mike, I'll let you have the honors. It was nice catching up with you, Mike.
0: All right, bye, Joey. Talk to you soon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. follow us on Twitter at cu podcast. email us at guys at cupodcast.com, or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean, it, um, uh, um, 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 uh, g- um, 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 um,